0: And welcome back to another episode of the HookWorks Podcast. We're back in the studio, live in the studio. We got Curtis and a special guest on FaceTime, Paul fucking Puddin' Pop.
1: What's up, you guys? What an introduction. <laughs> We're finally, learning how to use our equipment. And yeah, it's a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, Cade finally took the time to figure it out. So.
0: I actually did something. I took the initiative. He did. I never do that. Everybody should be so proud. <laughs> I usually make other people do it for me. But... We're back. Um, Honestly, it's the same day as the last podcast, but usually we don't let you guys know that.
1: (laughs) Way to ruin (laughs) that.
0: But, um, so obviously, the reason why I said that, because we don't have any more deer prep for you guys. So we kind of got to fill the gap.
1: And we've been trying to get Paul in for a while. We wanted him, but he never comes to actually see us.
0: Yeah, he flakes out all the fucking Uh, time, you know. Yeah. My wife tries to give him eggs. He just... Won't show up.
1: He has no defense. I for that one. Anyway. <laughs> all I've been hearing is that it, oh, yeah. he called. He called
2: it right on that one. Yeah.
1: <laughs> all I've been hearing is, oh yeah, Paul's thinking about coming in town this weekend. Yeah. And that's all I ever hear. It never yeah. actually happened. <laughs> Carly,
0: Carly has gotten to where she's like, mm, I'll, I'll believe it whenever his truck rolls up at Atwood's Red Farm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, as soon as you finally decide you're making way this town, I got a bow fishing trip ready for you.
0: He's been, all right. He's been wanting to go.
1: You just gotta show up and we'll go. But you you gotta do your part and actually show up, so yeah. I can at
0: least put like half <laughs> your face
1: on the screen. <laughs> yeah, I mean
2: I'll uh I'll, I'll shoot at a fish. I don't know if I'll actually hit one.
1: Well that's all Cade does too, so you won't be out of play. <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't I don't I I I haven't shot a fish since I was like fourteen.
1: <laughs> it's been a while. I don't know
0: if I've ever even shot one out of your boat. I
1: so. don't know either, but
0: yeah. I just go to really drink and I really don't know what 'cause at that, that late at night I don't even talk that much.
1: Yeah, that's pretty much <laughs> it. Just <drink. laughs>
0: I just go for the beer. Yeah. You can drink with me. Or actually shoot if you want, I guess. That's cool too. But one of these days you'll finally get into town and you can do yep. some do some cool shit. And not whatever the fuck you do over in Alabama with your sister or brother or
1: <laughs> Hey, hey, easy there. <laughs> Brutal.
0: <laughs> I'm glad we saved a, this I'm one a, for the second I'm one. an
2: import to Alabama, not, not an Well, you
0: can't even call yourself a Texan either.
2: Well, more Texan than you, buddy.
0: Fair enough. You got me on that one. You got me on that one.
1: So what would you consider yourself? Do you consider yourself a Texan?
2: Well, it, yeah. If you, uh, <laughs> you ask my dad. Those
0: say, are the question mark my guy.
2: Texas and raised by Texans. There you go. Fair enough. And yeah. that in southeast New Mexico is essentially just really far west Texas. I'll
0: give you that because it yeah. is. Yeah, it is. I'll give you that. I can't argue that. I guess. I just want to be a dick to you. Is the only reason why I want to argue. <laughs> it.
2: That's. I mean, that's that's an everyday thing. And that's what Kate's good at. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but this episode, I thought we would. Um, or actually, I'm not going to take credit for this. Curtis came up with this, so I'll let you entered
1: well news. this was a good one for paul to jump in on it, it he can is. have some insight so
0: yeah he's also gonna because i didn't do that much research on mine so he's also gonna be like my show and tell <laughs> that's why he's here
1: i've actually done more research on yours than you because the, i've looked into it already oh his oh yeah right well, i got two different life. states yeah so. so but what we want to talk about and like i said it's a good episode for paul to be on is like some some out of state hunts um i feel like that's becoming a lot more popular these days yeah A lot of guys are getting more and more comfortable traveling out of state. Um, Obviously, it's getting a lot easier to do, especially with the scouting abilities that you have. Right. Especially when it comes to whitetail and like trail cameras running that and being able to see the pictures from your phone and stuff. That plays a big role in it. But like I said, if if you're involved in the, the hunting world on social media or podcasts or something like that, it's just, it's a pretty common thing, like. Everybody's traveling out of state to hunt these days. Um, It seems like more so than ever. And it's something that we really want to do. We haven't really done it yet. Mm -mm. Um, The furthest I've been is the panhandle of Oklahoma for our yearly antelope trip. But that just gives you, like, a little bit of taste of it. And now, like, I want to get more serious about making that effort, road tripping, hunting for a week or a weekend or whatever it may be. Right, and getting that planned out and... I think all of our goals,
0: even, even Paul's, I think, is uh, pretty well the same on what we want to harvest and where we kind of want to go. We kind of got the same areas we want to go to, I feel like. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, I also wanted to kind of throw in a couple of different states that aren't. I think all of us can, it's safe to, a safe bet to say the Western states are, of course, your first drawing that you want to go target.
1: Right. Yeah. Depending yes. on the species you're targeting, whatever your goal yeah. is. But one thing, before we jump too far into this, because this is actually my first... Can you not hit the mic, I'm guys? sorry. I'm new to this. <laughs> Never done this before. First episode, guys. Um, one day, before we get too far into the, the out-of-state travel and something like that, this is the first conversation I've actually had with Paul. Um, I hmm. want to know your background. like. Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't give in, you a good enough introduction. I'm in sorry. the hunting world and just kind of in general, <laughs> I guess. I guess you could start with, like, how you and Cade know each other first off. And then... Oh, yeah. Since we're going to talk about hunting, I want to know your experience and your background, what you grew up doing, that
3: sort of thing.
2: Yeah. uh, Well, it was... uh, Me and Cade both went through orientation at TMC together. So, we both became truckers at the same time, so... Douchebags. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I I grew up in uh, southeast New Mexico. So, uh... You know, hunting's real big out there and it's a lot of open ground, you know, uh, spotting stock or right. what we like to call safari hunting. You get a bunch of guys, about half the time deer hunt, just driving down the road with a rifle hanging out the window. Oh yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: those, <laughs> those are <the> cheaters. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, we, we grew up, we hunted, you know, mule deer in the sand, uh, go up the mountains, hunt elk, uh, quail hunting's real big out there. Yeah. So, you know, you got barberry sheep, antelope, kind of grew up in an area where you have a little bit of everything almost. And then, you know, we've also got a, uh, got deer lease in the Texas panhandle, which has both, uh, whitetail and mule deer on it.
1: Oh, okay. Very cool. I didn't actually know you were still, do you still hunt often? I mean, what's, uh, I haven't been since I moved out of
2: New Mexico. So it's been, it's been a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah get married and have kids and time flies that's why i'm not doing it (laughs)
0: smart man (laughs) i've learned from everyone around me (laughs) oh man well you also forget or forgot about the other last two states you lived in if you want to throw those in you
2: can well true yeah uh, i moved from new mexico to uh east texas and then uh, now we live in in northern Alabama. Yeah,
0: which I will say, this is not my state. He can touch on it a little bit if he wants, but uh, Alabama is one of my states that I want to go whitetail hunting in. Really? Mm-hmm. It's one of one of the few that I want to. Okay,
1: so are you, you're not actively hunting deer hunting in Alabama yet, right? Have you no, I yet? haven't.
2: No? Um, I mean, my wife, she's got family that's got you know a lot of farm farmland so i just haven't sweet talked my way into being able to go hunt on it yeah <laughs> oh, that'd be the
1: first thing i was doing i know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but
2: yeah, they, they uh out there they're they're kind of it's it's a whole different world man like it's it's really a kind of who you know and how well you know them to to get yeah, in on yeah. on any in that oh, area. I, I can
1: see that yeah, i can imagine yeah i can see that Okay, so you've got some experience in the w- way more than either Kate or I would have. So you got some experience in kind of the Western world, the spot mm-hmm. and stock and stuff like that. So, um, do you have any like crazy stories? You killed any giant mule deer? What's what's the word on that? Like, I want to know. <laughs> no, I haven't
2: killed any giant mule deer. Um, that that will be my brother. He's he's the lucky one. Really. Yeah, and honestly, the biggest mule deer that he killed actually came out of, off of our place in, in Texas. Oh, okay. um, so, And he's, oh, he has killed the biggest whitetail and the biggest mule deer both on that lease.
3: Uh, <laughs> he's the, doing that right. mule
2: deer, that one's one worth bragging about. That sucker was 28 inches tall and 32 inches wide. Good
1: grief.
0: Jeez. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah, that's, that's a...
1: You know, I wouldn't yeah. even think about that in, like, it, Texas mule deer. I mean.
0: No, but, I mean, you're, it's, it's the, the area, Oklahoma panhandle, yeah. you're yeah, kind of that same region.
1: There's very few, right. in, far and few between in the panhandle. Um, I haven't personally seen one, but, I mean, yeah. in Oklahoma, you can use a whitetail tag to fill a mule, like, to kill a mule deer. So, yeah. I mean, that would be, like, the only place to do it. We drove through the panhandle the first time we went out to the, we drove through the Texas panhandle the first time we went to the Oklahoma panhandle. Yeah. And uh, we didn't see any mule deer. We saw some antelope, but... Right. Yeah, you wouldn't think about that, but that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That'd be that'd be awesome to have both of them on a lease. Yeah, that would be sweet.
2: <clears throat> that uh, that lease, now, we did... We were out there deer hunting one year, and some hogs showed up, which, you know, if a hog or a coyote shows up, it, it quits becoming a deer hunt. And it turns into a hog <laughs> hunt oh, or a coyote hunt.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. ask him how he knows. Yeah, <laughs> <Interesting>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so i uh it was kind of quiet one morning i stepped out behind the blind to take care of some business and
0: i hope you met urinate
2: i did okay uh, <laughs> well, like i just I know how grunt. your texans are okay yeah well i hear Grant, so our our blind sits up on a bluff the the lease kind of runs or sits where a shallow canyon runs through and there's a there was a cut right next to where our our blind was and then you know the the hill right next to it so i look over and there's a hog just standing right there on that hill i mean not but 40 yards from me
3: mm-hmm.
2: and so i'm sitting there like trying to figure out what to do zip up or shoot and, and so <laughs> I, I pulled my pistol and shot and everything was in a hurry it was not a good shot i'm i, I probably didn't hit anywhere close to him <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So pig takes off running and I, I get in the blind, and grab my rifle, and and go off the hill after him. Well, the way that that canyon is, there's a creek bed that runs along the bottom of it, and it's it's really heavily wooded. So you drop down to the bottom, and it's nothing but trees.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And when I got down there, I did find a blood trail. It wasn't a, wasn't a heavy blood trail, but you know it it was enough to follow. So I start start trailing him. while I was I was carrying my AR with me, and I made a rookie mistake. I got paying too much attention to the blood trail and not enough attention to what was around me.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And I hear a grunt and I look up, I walked right into the middle of this huge mess of pigs. There's are falling 50 of <laughs> them. And
3: one of them big nasty
2: sows lets out that wicked squeal and she comes at me. So oh, good I get grief. a couple of rounds off coming from my from my hip up to my shoulder and the gun jams. Oh, oh
3: my no. god.
2: <laughs> and so I'm I'm sitting there sidesteping, trying to get away from them and clear this stupid jam. And the hogs were scattered everywhere. I ended up on this on this embankment and I sat there. I didn't want to move. Like I <laughs> I had I had a uh, like a bluff up against my back and so they could only come at me from one direction. Well, I mean I, I Just from shooting I'd scattered them pigs. Oh, and yeah. a little bit later. I don't know how long I sat up there, but a little bit later I hear Paul. And I look over, my brother standing right there in the creek bottom. <laughs> and the next thing, like, hey, and the next thing he says to me is, how did you get up there? <laughs> and I didn't realize how steep that embankment was. I had to sit down and slide down it.
1: One of them pelvic climbs.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it was. God. So being the smart aleck i am i said well that's because i got these new spider-man boots
3: <laughs> oh my
0: God.
2: and i shouldn't have said that because the next morning i went i got out of the blind whenever it's time to head back to town and i was walking back up the hill and my brother's sitting in the other stand and he could see me and i ate shit right there up on top of the hill <laughs> them, them boots that came out from under me and i went straight to the ground
3: that's <laughs> so awesome. he, oh, he calls out over
2: the radio and goes Spider Man boots, huh? <laughs> That's too <super laughs> perfect.
0: <laughs> oh man, that that deserves almost a shit show segment.
1: Yeah, supposed to be quiet no. or not? If I watched my brother do that, I would, I would die. die. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be so loud. <laughs> Hunting for that morning would be shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. Though. Th- I've never experienced like Spider Man boots. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely don't own Spider-Man. But...
0: Were they lined up, Paul? Did they line up?
1: No. Would have been way I cooler. Those. Okay, yeah. <laughs> A different afford. tax
0: bracket. Yeah, you're right.
1: That's right. No, just you're talking about your pig story, though, I've never experienced anything like that. I mean, unfortunately for me, the pigs never show up while I'm there and right. ready to shoot them on my property. They show up while I'm gone and can't get there and then knock over my damn feeder, (laughs) ruin food plots, and (laughs) scare all my damn deer away. (laughs) So. Yeah, your camera went crazy last year. it was so bad. I'm not looking forward to this year. But if there are there, I hope I can get out there and at least kill a few of them. Yeah. We've only killed, I think we've killed two pigs off that property. But there's so many out there (laughs) that we should have killed a lot more. But talking about you shooting one with a pistol you'd be surprised what those things will shake off oh yeah oh yeah we set up a pig trap on our property and trapped a big sow and a bunch of little piglets in it and my brother put his nine millimeter like point blank to her forehead and shot her and she just shook it off and then ended up yeah. breaking through the trap and getting out yeah. still
0: <laughs> yeah it's, it's amazing you know, we, what it takes to we take we one down.
2: one year and when we hung it up to skin it it, it had a lump on its shoulder and when we skinned it out, that lump was an arrow shaft. It had a broadhead buried
1: in the shoulder. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. I don't down it one bit. Yeah, I couldn't see a broadhead taking it down unless you got like the first, like the perfect money shot on it.
1: Yeah, not through not mm-hmm. through the shoulder. You yeah. gotta you gotta get them like quartering away from you so you can tuck it behind your yeah. shoulder blade. I haven't shot one with a with a bow yet, but I really want to. That'd but I just, I never get the opportunity. In my property they never show up when yeah. I need them to. <laughs> but no, it sounds kind of like that'd be some pretty interesting territory to hunt. Yeah, That's so we're we're
0: about in the Texas Panhandle if you don't mind sharing.
1: I mean, we don't need like. Yeah, we don't
0: need like <laughs> the you know. W-
1: uh, it's uh
2: about ninety miles southeast of uh, Amarillo.
0: Okay. 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 Yeah, that that would be a pretty sweet place to. Hunt. I you, you like most people don't picture that as sweet hunting land. I guess it just depends on your your the geographical area you're
1: used to hunting to. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's has got that's completely different than what we're used to in oh, You don't hunt in like trees down there, do you? You got to hunt in like a blind. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, are there like any said, trees on the-, <laughs>
2: the tree lines down along the uh, down along the creek bed? Yeah. So we we had a uh, a tree blind up there one year, and nobody ever sat in it, right. so we ended up just taking it down. We got we've got uh, two tower blinds and a ground blind okay so yeah uh, it's it's pretty good size lease it's a full section so oh yeah that's about a, about 100 acres of that is a cotton field and then the mm-hmm. rest of it's all down
1: through that canyon yeah no that's it's crazy to think about how it's not really like i mean it's far away from us here but it's not really that far and it's crazy to think how different the styles of hunting can be from just that even if you're just targeting whitetail and stuff like that we've got up here in the what what is, what is Oklahoma? Is Oklahoma qualified classified as the Midwest? Or are we? No, no,
0: we had this fucking argument. Don't oh even God. get us started.
3: <laughs> Let's hear it.
0: <laughs> no, Oklahoma is considered the South. Now he has his own okay. his own description of it, and I can I can, <laughs> I can I can I can side with him on this as long as he does not pick his wife's side.
2: <laughs> well, like like we had said before, uh, if you think of. The south like as a whole like you would north america oklahoma would be like canada
0: no 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 would <laughs> you know you said that just to piss me off
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> are you saying we're good people a eh? no that, that okay I, I could see kansas as the canada
1: i mean i don't know if you if you really look at it because texas is so fucking big like we're 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 in the center of the country basically. no kansas is well kansas is dead center but
3: no
0: well,
1: yeah i guess you look at it if kansas is dead center we're south of that as so. he
0: usually says he's just not saying it because he wants to make me pissy <laughs> <laughs> texas no, he he usually says texas and oklahoma and i guess you can include new mexico is <laughs> like the cowboys in indian south
2: yes okay And and Alabama, Georgia, the Carolinas—that's that's Rebel South. Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Yeah, I can agree. That's that's the one I wanted to agree with him, He slid, he slid that other one in there.
1: <laughs> that's actually a pretty good way to put yeah. it. Like, but it's, a, it's okay, south, but it's a different kind isn't, of. Isn't like,
0: okay? Isn't the Mason-Dixon line actually north of Oklahoma?
1: Don't get me lying.
0: I'm don't, don't get me lying either, know. but I'm pretty sure I looked it up and it was.
1: not <laughs> I, I could not tell you. I don't even remember how I got on that conversation. I don't either. That was a very I, I... maybe somebody can let us know if Oklahoma is considered a southern state. But
0: it's Reba McIntyre said it was a southern state. I mean, what is that, have? Reba?
3: It's fucking Reba, dude. Reba said it is true. Yeah,
0: I mean, where she's from in Oklahoma. All right, yeah, you get southeastern Oklahoma. That's the South. That's definitely the South.
3: They talk different down there. Yeah, but.
0: but <clears throat> as far as um other species and stuff and in mexico um what, what was like your most go-to or most favorite thing to hunt growing up in mexico elk elk
2: without question it was an elk
0: yeah is yeah. that I, to me which i i've only drove like once to new mexico from the south to albuquerque and out so i just went up i-25 i didn't go much farther north than that uh, to me, it feels like that's a very secluded area in New Mexico. Uh, or do you have most of the state that you'd have elk?
2: So there's a there's a huge elk population. The uh, the tail end of the Rockies goes through New Mexico. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and then you've got so it kind of cuts straight down through essentially the center of the state, right? With the Rocky Mountains, um, and then western or yeah, western New Mexico does have have a pretty good population as well but that,
0: that's that was going to be my next question because I, I didn't know what was more western new mexico what that was like because like i said i cut through the center of the state and, I was and, out.
2: and that part of the state you know if you get kind of west of like the uh, sierra nevadas that's not an area that i i ever hunted um, right my brother my brother harvested an elk in in uh, in that area on archery hunt one year but i didn't go with him
1: yeah that's so uh, cool i i, I still so, i just can't even imagine shooting an elk with a bow i, I want to do a so that's bad, my dream <laughs> that's yeah,
2: yeah i've been and i've only been fortunate enough to draw two elk tags uh, one was a was a rifle youth hunt when i was in junior high mm-hmm.
3: um,
2: i tagged i tagged out on that one it wasn't any anything impressive it was just kind of a little raghorn bull but it was a bull elk. They bull I would elk. count. I would be so
0: stoked for a cow. <laughs> so dude. cool.
1: Yeah.
2: And uh, which that one was kind of cool. We, when he came in, we were sitting over a water hole, and he came in with with two other bulls, and all of them were just little raghorn five by fives, mm-hmm. except for the one that I shot. He was, I guess you'd call him a, a six by two. <laughs> okay.
1: Is that so the his, uh, Is that an Elliot? His mate. <laughs>
2: His main beam was broke off on one side, so he was he had his two eye guards just mm-hmm. on that side. Mm-hmm. And we, we're guessing he, that happened during Velvet because his second eye guard was nearly as tall as the main beam on the other side.
1: Oh, really? Wow. Okay. Yeah.
2: But when, when they came in, he was the only one that didn't start rolling in the mud. And they, <laughs> they did, like, because that's that was uh, pre-rug. So they're all kind of starting, starting to get into it. Well, they'll go, they'll find a the mud hole, and they look like a bunch of dogs playing in mud. <laughs> like they just start rolling around in it. And and that one, he was, he was only one of the three that didn't. And so when he turned broadside, I, I got him. It, but I, I mean, yeah. and I, that was the best shot I ever had. I mean, hit him right in the heart. He took off running. Well, I was used to, you know, in Texas. If you shoot a hog and it takes off running, you load up and you shoot him again. Yeah. <laughs> so, this thing takes off running. I bolt the gun and my gra- my dad grabs my gun. And he goes, nope, you got him. <laughs> nope, <you> got it. <laughs> he got him. He ran about 100 yards or so and then laid down. He, he stayed out in the open, so it was easy to get to.
1: That's crazy.
2: Uh, and then I drew a, an archery tag uh, oh, probably six or seven years ago.
3: mm mm-hmm.
2: And I got to draw on an elk, or start a draw on an elk, uh, and the wind changed direction, and he busted me. So, mm. yeah, I was I was about mid draw, and there was no way I could get you know get everything pulled, settled, right. and released. Yeah. He was mm-hmm. he was about forty five yards out, so damn that, that, one, that would that be so cool. break
1: your heart. Yeah, that, that would. <laughs> My gosh. I can only imagine. I've just watched videos on that, and I know. It it's something that it almost seems unfathomable how difficult it can be compared to like the whitetail hunting yeah, we do here. Exactly, it's just it's a whole nother level of hunting. It's you something know, we, I want to like work my way up to, but yeah, we I can we we make... living in the state and like starting that way. Like I know, it's crazy for me to even think about. Because
0: I mean, we were making jokes today, like we were just being pissy with each other because we didn't know where to put our sets out and we're like this is too fucking hard we're just
3: done <laughs>
0: you know but but if you could imagine though like trying to navigate your way through elk hunting and doing the stock part of it no that's, mm-hmm. that doesn't even fucking compare to hanging a stand and putting some feet out and a camera out
2: well and and what's cool i like the way so my brother-in-law he's the one that i mean he's he lives and breathes elk hunting
3: mm-hmm.
2: and he likes to uh he, he locates and stalks
3: So, you know, you'll,
2: you'll bugle at them. When one bugles back, you'll start working your way towards them and and you'll you'll just keep on it. Well, archery season typically falls during peak rut. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times when you start bugling at them, you can get them all hot and heavy ready to come in and fight. Oh yeah. God. And he, he's good at it. Him and, and he's got my sister into archery hunting. She's, she's tagged out once for sure.
1: Oh really? Damn, that's cool. Jesus, that's very cool. This podcast yeah. might be a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs>
2: he, uh, and he's he's one of those when he bugles, it'll make the hair on your neck
1: stand up. Oh, I would imagine. No,
0: no, you're just talking about us making the hair on my next stand yeah, up.
1: And then listening to him bugle and then hearing like a couple other ones fire up after him. Yeah. Oh, yeah so that, the funny thing oh, is, so
0: the funny thing is, like the last podcast we did on our deer prep, we kind of were winding down and we were talking about like we never, or like obviously I haven't, but even Curtis hasn't like rattled a deer in or uh, grunted a deer in, you know, tried calling a deer in. And we were talking about just how fucking awesome that would be. To be able to say yeah. that you called just a white tail buck in by rattling or you know whatever that is, so I couldn't imagine even bugling, you know, yeah, and all then,
1: that. Like I was talking about on the last episode, hearing that deep buck grunt in the middle yeah. of the woods, completely unexpected. I can only imagine an elk bugle within like a reasonable range. Range is that times a hundred. Like uh, oh a hundred percent, yeah, it would be so cool. Yeah. But I want to get in. Clearly, I am not in the shape to go archery elk hunting. <laughs> we were wheezing today. Okay. Yeah. I want, I want to work my way into it. My my ultimate goal is to get drawn in for some kind of rifle hunt first off. Yeah. I think. And then, I'm still not in the shape to go do no. that. But at right. least then I give myself a little bit of a better chance. But yeah. I don't know. Elk seems like so much of a commitment when it comes to out of state and stuff like that. Like, <clears throat> I'm... Personally, I feel like as we continue doing what we're doing and get into these out-of-state hunts, like, it's almost like you start, for some reason, I have this thought in my mind and I don't think it's actually truthful. I feel like mule deer is the way to start, like work your way into yeah. it and then like step up from there, from elk. But right. Realistically, in a lot of areas, mule deer are in the same kind of country. so Exactly. It's essentially going to be the same thing.
0: See, my mind went, whitetail, different state.
1: Yeah, you know. no, that's still, I took, I, I'm, I have some states that I want to travel to for whitetail hunting for sure, but. Yeah, but
0: I do probably want to go elk hunting sooner than, than later. I just, you know, have to get rid of my beer gut and my man titties <laughs> and everything else We're and, drinking and not beer. swell up whenever I walk around the neighborhood block, you know.
1: Yeah, Cade quite literally swells up when he stands on his feet for more than 30 minutes, so. <laughs> It's
2: it's, it's a lot of hiking.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which like maybe five years ago, I probably could have been, I wouldn't have been as in shape as I should have been, but I would have been 10 times more in shape than right. I am. Now. Whenever, you know, I was walking seven, 15 miles a day. Whenever I was treating lawns all day, pulling hose. Yeah. Now granted that's not fucking hiking, but I sit in truck all day and I work maybe, maybe an hour a day, <laughs> you know? Well,
2: I mean my, uh, one of my best friends back home he was he's the he's the it guy at the power company i was working at And i mean when it starts getting close to hunting season he walks to work every single day wearing his his hunting pack
3: oh he'll start
2: throwing weights in the hunting that
0: pack. is fucking commitment
1: that's the problem is the guys that like want to go do that stuff? I don't know if I can ever get that kind of dedication. No, <laughs> that's why I worry if I'm ever going to be yeah, able to was, actually go on an elk. I was never
2: that committed to it, so
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: And he, uh, he, shoot, he he harvested a uh, uh, barber sheep, and he was he was <laughs> three miles from his pickup. He packed that entire sheep out in one trip
1: that's the problem is even if you're able to like push your body through the actual hunt once you shoot something you've got to pack it back to the truck yeah so me <laughs> right? let, let me ask
0: you this after after hearing us talk about how fat we are and how <laughs> uh, out of shape so living in the west I'll, i'm calling you the west because you're west of us did you ever like have like a um inside joke about like, people like us coming out there to elk hunt and hearing all their bitching stories and shit?
2: We, uh, I helped my, well, ex's dad. He he was a guy during the fall, and he had a guy from Kansas, I think, mm-hmm. that came in. And the guy looked like your stereotypical banker. He was just short and fat. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, we, we got up there and started, started hiking in. He was on an elk hunt. And he'd walk 50, 75 yards and have to stop and take a break. Oh, my God. Yeah. And me and, and my ex's dad, we we never said a word to each other because we do not want to insult the guy. But we just <laughs> give each other a look like this is going
1: to suck. This is going to be a long trip. <laughs> and so
2: we, uh, we just started referring to it as banker get.
1: I yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can only imagine how many like inside jokes oh, there's gotta have be about people like us. Because
0: <laughs> I would do it if I was in this year. I uh, mean, hundred yeah. percent.
1: Yeah. I mean, I've I've dipped into spot and stock since we've started our Panhandle antelope trip mm-hmm. the last couple of years. I mean, we put on a couple of stocks in some wide open fields for antelope, and then the first year we actually uh stopped at a piece of OLAP land in Oklahoma and located a group of whitetail that we were like screw it we've got tags for them i mean might as well go see if we can put a stock on them like we've never done it before so we went ahead and tried it and man i don't even remember i think just that stock we covered like three miles there and back something like that walking through this piece of olap land and that was like walking a little ways, stopping, sitting and waiting, locating the deer and stuff like that. And surprisingly, we got within 30 yards. I was literally about to draw my bow before the, and it was just white-tailed doe. It wasn't anything crazy, but it was just cool. We had the opportunity to put on the stock. So (laughs) I was literally about to draw my bow and (laughs) getting busted. (laughs) But just that alone, like I've, I've done a little bit of it and I know how tired I got from that. So yeah, I can't the, even imagine covering like different elevations well, and yeah. stuff like that.
2: And I think the I think the part that gets a lot of the the out of state guys is they're not prepared for the altitude. Mm-hmm. I
0: can I can vouch for that. because mm-hmm. uh, me walking across the pilot in Montana about wore my ass out.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean I don't lie. walking across a pilot in Oklahoma, where's you out to? <laughs> <laughs> the
0: fucking humidity. Yes, you're right, dude. That just sucks it out of me. Yeah. But I will say like you, you get
2: guys from from Kansas and I don't know what the average altitude is there, probably just a few hundred feet. Yeah,
0: 400 yeah. max probably.
2: Yeah, but then you get up to, you know, like Cloudcroft in New Mexico. That's that's at 8,000 feet.
3: Mhm.
2: Which the town I grew up in was I think 3,300 feet. Yeah. So I was already used to living at a you know a fairly high altitude but I go up in the mountains and I couldn't breathe. Right. Yeah. I was I was sucking wind the whole time
3: so. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I will it's, say I and <clears throat> I don't know what the altitudes are difference but Denver gets me. Yeah. Every every time I go to Denver it gets me and I I don't have to be in the mountains. I'm just in Denver and it gets me. I don't but know every, what the, I don't know what it is but Denver
2: whenever itself is, is is you know they they call it the mile-high city, but I don't think the whole thing's that high. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's like 4,000 feet.
0: Yeah, but Denver gets me. even. I don't know what I was at during the, my time in Montana, but Denver is worse for me than where I was at in Kalispell um, and uh, Missoula and stuff like that, which I know it varies as you go through the different parts of the Rockies and stuff like that state-to-state. Yeah. Right. But, but yeah, I mean, that's not even being up in the mountains either in Denver and that's just you I can tell by breathing whenever I walk outside how much of a difference it is cuz you know I'll I'll drive he knows, you know, you're in Kansas and then you don't do you don't stop again until you're in Denver.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's a big, right.
2: that's a big difference. Right. And and it's so flat you don't notice that you're no. going, you know, yeah. to a higher altitude.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it fools you because my opinion, Denver is so much flatter than any other state in the freaking country. (laughs) Like, you you can see for miles. Mm -hmm. And then west side of Denver, you go straight up, and then you're up in the mountains. But, yeah, I I could see the biggest struggle and biggest hurdle going to be just altitude and being able to breathe. But being able to train your body to be able to do that and hike and carry all your gear and, you know, fingers crossed, pack out. Yeah, right. So, being able to train for that, especially for guys like us that are... Oklahoma guys or wherever, you know, traveling to those those states that you have to do that.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: I feel like
0: for us, how do you train for that though? How do you train for those altitudes?
1: And I don't necessarily know that there is. You you have to do your part and do the the physical training Mm -hmm. like at home and get in shape for that. But I don't think there's any way to really prepare yourself for the altitude change and how you probably not there. But
2: no, I mean, outside of just Cardio is not right. all I really say. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs>
0: do you need a refill? Yeah. What yeah. do you want?
1: I don't care.
0: You want to try the new ones? Sure. Paul, do you want a refill?
1: <laughs> sure. What do you want? <laughs> Would be nice, huh? <laughs> uh,
0: I was actually looking at him as if I was. Yeah, mean. like I know he's like, like screaming right?
2: through the
1: phone.
0: <laughs> all right, we're gonna take a quick beer break, right? Quick. We've got some new beers. Um, that we're trying, uh, from the Iron Monk Brewing Company.
3: So <laughs> Quick word from our
2: sponsors.
0: <laughs> Man, we wish, dude.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that sounded good, though. I've been practicing. <laughs> so, as you know, uh, me and Curtis are diehard Oklahoma State fans, and I happen to go to QT today uh, to get some different beers other than your... Cures Light and cures Light Mm -hmm. and cures Light that we drink. So, Oklahoma State has come out with their own um, beer essentially that was just for Stillwater and for the campus, I believe. And I just happened to see it at QT. So, I was like, oh, fuck yeah, I'm going to try it. I don't know, Paul. Can you see that? Where's your camera
1: at? Here's Pistol P. Oh, yeah, I can see that. 1890 original. 1890 original. Pretty cool.
0: So, I'll be keeping these cans, so don't throw that away or trash it.
1: Okay. Wait, while we're on this topic, Paul, do you have a do you have a collegiate team that you support? You've moved all over, so you don't
2: college sports isn't real big in in New Mexico.
1: As um, expected,
2: <laughs> I, I, I went to I went to school at uh, NMSU, so mm-hmm. I, I would like to say I'm a New Mexico Aggies fan. And um, even though you could always bet that we were going to lose,
1: <laughs> Are they, uh, they're D one though, right? Are they? Are they D one team? Like, i don't know (laughs) i I can't remember actually that's how
2: not much of a fan i am i understand yeah i get that
1: just don't tell me you're a bama fan now
2: well when we when me and my wife got together she informed me that i am now an alabama fan oh
1: okay
0: that's when you know you that's whenever you know you married an alabama
2: (laughs) yeah yeah and her she lives in a split family because on her mom's side it's all crimson tide on her dad's side you hear nothing but war Eagle.
1: Okay, yeah.
3: Okay. Go with the other and, one. And, and
2: I'm, I'm kind of caught in the middle, just not really caring. Right, that's understandable. <laughs>
3: that's <valid>. no, no.
1: <laughs> not really caring is much better than being an Oklahoma State fan. <laughs> just, being, <laughs> just being let down
3: every Honestly, year. Well,
1: yeah.
2: There was a a guy I went to high school with. He went to uh, he went to OU. So then all of a sudden in, in my hometown, it just, Ou popped up as everybody was a fan of it really? and then he he got like drafted in mexico. to uh, <laughs> <You're> mexico <welcome. laughs> yeah he, he got drafted to the steelers so Who was everybody steelers oh wow that's cool. fans. Who was and it? then uh landry jones oh oh shit! yeah, yeah. <laughs> i, I knew it was landry somebody jones. substantial yeah yeah, and, and yeah he, he's, he's playing in the i think the xfl now
1: yeah no he was i mean he had some some highlights in college i don't i don't remember him doing much in the nfl but yeah i don't i don't follow yeah, that I, I
2: remember mean. right he was uh he was a contender for the heisman in, in yeah. college
1: yeah he had like a solid couple years i'm pretty sure yeah. in college but yeah
0: so paul if you want to crack a, a fresh dr pepper we're gonna do a beer tasting on this right quick
2: all right hold on <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll wait for you to crack to the mic i appreciate it I'm gonna try that one. What is this one?
1: It's less harsh than the other one.
0: It's more douchey.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, wait, you already cracked it. Yeah. What the (laughs) fuck? You're (laughs) supposed to wait until one, two, three. Oh, my bad. All right, ready? Yep. Gosh. Sniff. We haven't done this in a while.
1: No, we haven't. (laughs) Smells like shit. Yep, it does. (laughs) (laughs) Smells like a beer I won't like. Yep.
0: Tastes better than it smells.
1: It's not as stout as I expected it to be. I like it. It's not bad at all. I like it.
0: Worth worth a try if you're in Oklahoma. I'm that try. smells like our winning record.
1: <sighs> I yeah. I, I wish I could say the same. I just don't feel like it's gonna happen. <laughs> I think we're predicted to finish like ninth in the Big Twelve this season. <laughs> Let's not start this as a
0: football podcast. No, we can't get it. <laughs> I do like that though.
2: Yeah, no. uh, talking about out of state hunts uh something that new mexico does have that is pretty unique to the state is uh is oryx
3: okay mm-hmm. yeah
2: uh, and and my brother he'll be going next year he drew the drill once in a lifetime hunt mm-hmm. again he's as as unlucky as i am he is the luckiest person i have ever met
1: that's rough that's okay you, you
0: also forgot the part that you you guys are twins
1: yeah, right oh, okay. Yeah, that slightly makes it worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. brutal.
2: Shoot, <laughs> he you know—they go do uh, like uh, sporting clay shoots all the time,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and nearly every time he goes to one, he takes me a picture where he's won a gun.
1: Good grief! What did you do wrong? <laughs> you
0: i got have some idea. bad juju or something. I think he was the first one born. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I must have been. I guess maybe I was one of the Romans that nailed Jesus to the cross or something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you definitely did something wrong because it's all going his way. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> no, that's really cool. So, he, this upcoming season is when he's going on an orc's hunt? Yep. That's cool. That is cool. Very cool. I would like to do that. Is that something reserved for residents only? Uh, no, I believe. I mean, so I
2: actually have the this. draw licenses pulled up. Uh, tsh, tsh, tsh. No, you can draw out an Oryx tag. Uh, oh, my goodness. So
3: <laughs> Sounds it's a
2: it's $160 tag as a resident.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And as a non-resident, it is... Uh, sixteen hundred and twenty three dollars yep yeah
1: that doesn't surprise me yeah doesn't surprise at all so since we're kind of getting into this topic this is something i wanted to know because Cade's brought it up a little bit that you've Mm -hmm. talked about hunting out of state and stuff like that like what do you know because new mexico has a draw even for residents right when it comes to elk yes so from my gathering, because last year actually, I think it was uh, a buddy of mine, Ryan. Usually, <laughs> I'm good about turning away from the mic. Okay. <laughs> so, last year, I think it was a buddy, a, the guy that I go out to the panhandle with for the antelope hunt, him and I started looking into New Mexico hunts. We thought like it could be a good contender for getting into elk hunting and that sort of thing. And yeah. we even attended like some webinars and stuff like that on Skype and everything. So from my understanding, residents still have to draw, and like a vast, like a large percentage of the tags that are available to draw are reserved for residents, and it's a really small percentage that's reserved for non-residents.
2: That's true. Uh, they have a uh, so what they do is they they issue so many tags per unit yeah when they do the draw results uh, a certain percentage goes to residents and then the rest will be for non-residents and i I don't remember what the uh what the percentages are i don't
1: either when i looked but although
2: as when when i lived there uh when when you didn't draw out then that was your excuse to say, well, it's cause all, you know, they're, they get more money for non-residents. So they're just drawing all the non-resident. Tags. Oh yeah. Okay.
3: Okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, that was going to be my but next question. It, I it, didn't know if they like is. sold, they, they tried to sell out resident and whatever was left over. was non-resident. So they have, they have a right. set percentage for both.
1: I'm yes. not sure. Actually. Yes. Yeah. I think that's, that was my understanding. And I don't know if you'd really call it a percentage.
2: They, cause they break it up by the units.
1: Okay, um, and and it probably have, changes have, from you know, year to probably year. how many yeah,
2: tags was, they're actually and, issuing. So, so there'll be so many tags for residents, so many tags
3: for non. Okay. Yeah.
0: So there is a. Um, I, cause this whole time I was thinking like, okay, they're gonna only draw out until they don't have any more residents, and then everything right. after that is gonna be for non residents
2: And I'm yeah, no. That's and I'm not curious how okay. it works because you can you can actually attach to somebody else's draw tag. Right. So uh, that way, if However many people say there's three of you that that all attach to each other's tag. So if one of you gets drawn out, that means all of you drew out. Yeah,
1: that that was what I gathered from the the little bit of research we did. The only the the problem from what Cade and I have talked about is like we mentioned if you were to put in like we would want like you have experience in the area, so you'd be a good person for us Mm -hmm. to like utilize and go on a hunt with. But the problem is, if you were to put in with us for a tag, it would put you in the non-resident category. Which I would be anyway. You oh, know, having well, moved out, yeah, that's, a, true, yeah that's true. Yeah, so it wouldn't matter anyways. But yeah, if... So, if it, so like if his brother,
0: we were attached together, it would put him in the non-resident yeah, category? From,
1: yeah, that's no, what I, I understand.
2: If he I, puts I, in non-resident. I don't the non-resident. think so. I, I, no, I think it's still your... He would still be put in as a resident. Uh-huh. But... If we were attached to his and he drew out, that just takes out two non-resident uh, draw possibilities because okay. they automatically okay. give yeah. us to you. So.
1: That would be interesting to know for sure. Because,
2: like I said, it's it's all the same draw. It's
3: mm-hmm.
2: just there's so many tags assigned for non-resident and so many right. assigned
1: for resident. Okay.
0: Yeah. So what you're saying is maybe we could use your brother for a guide.
2: <laughs> right. And, I mean, probably... Attached to his tag because he's lucky, so yeah, yeah no like, kidney yeah. sounds like the guy we need to be
1: involved with. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'll be I'll be sure to sweet talk him and make sure to tell him he's a better looking twin and you know, everything Just, else.
1: Uh, you know, don't tell him
2: he's fat or anything like that. So. <laughs> you know, he's he's well fed. Yeah, well, healthy I think would be the the term. <laughs> there <you go>.
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's interesting though. I mean obviously it would take a lot of more research and probably some phone calls to the members of the DNR or whatever over there in that state. But Mm -hmm. that's something it'd be nice to do if we could use that in the future. Right. Not only for someone who just has the knowledge of the land, but, um,
2: and there's, I mean, there's even kind of a, almost I could say like a science to successful draws. Um, Jason was really good at it. He would look at, the uh previous draw results odds of drawing and based off of each unit right and he would put in for the units that ha- would give him the highest odds of drawing out
1: yep now oh, that makes a lot of sense Yeah, i mean we do the same thing here in oklahoma next... with controlled whitetail hunts yeah like, you can look at certain management areas that have a certain number of tags and you can look at not only the success rate of like harvests in that area but just the odds of getting drawn and, Mm-hmm. kind of balance that right.
2: and yeah. and i mean even if you don't draw out you could still potentially go elk hunting uh because they do a uh oh what do they call them late season like depredation hunts mm-hmm. so based off the population of them they would have so many just over-the-counter tags that you could buy it usually typically those hunts would be in like january oh and, really and more often than not they're they're just cow tags
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah, I've Um, heard about
2: that. Yeah, and it's I, that's one of those like last minute eBay kind of buys. Like you got to be sitting there watching (laughs) as soon as they can, and they'll they'll post whenever they're gonna. You know, they'll they'll kind of announce when they're gonna Mm -hmm. gonna post those tags. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's you better hope you don't have any lag in your internet.
3: (laughs) Yeah.
1: That's something like personally, I couldn't imagine putting in an insane amount of effort to go shoot like a cow right but also thinking about it like if you know someone especially in the area or something like that and you can get in there for a cow tag Mm -hmm. and you're like make a phone call and be like hey i got a cow tag i need to go kill a cow yeah just the amount of meat that you could provide
0: for a hunt like that
1: it would be worth the trip
0: yeah it is so just like say a miracle happens, and we all get drawn out and say, "If we all attach our tags together, are you confident that you could get us in a pretty good fucking area? You know that we don't just go wheezing through the mountains for nothing."
2: Oh yeah, uh, I mean <laughs> that's we we spent a lot of time in the mountains, not just just hunting, but you know during the summertime you go up there just because it's a lot cooler. So yeah, that makes a lot. I wish hey, we had mountains. Yeah, we do. Cool. Uh, so there's, there's certain area or certain sections up there that we went to or units that, you know, we know really well.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And so like the one that I like to hunt, uh, I knew where, uh, you know, I can't say all the water holes, but a lot of water holes are. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and, uh, it's, it's has a large population of elk, uh, Mm -hmm. and then the unit that my my brother-in-law likes to hunt that one he's he's very successful like the last five years he's tagged out three times
1: really okay how so for a resident putting in for the draw what are the odds for a resident is it like basically you get in or is it like a 50 50 thing or what uh not depends again
2: kind of depends on the unit you're putting in because they they've got high demand units that yeah the number of people that put in it's kind of like playing the lottery so right. the more people it puts in the lower your odds are drawn out and mm-hmm. um, and i mean like i said I've, I've only drawn two elk tags my entire life um, mm-hmm. and then you get guys like my brother-in-law that draws almost every year
3: <laughs> yeah so it, so it
1: is a system that like if you know how to play the Learn it. You could probably right. get a pretty consistent draw, like almost every right. if you play it right. And that's and that's how
2: Jason is. He it's pretty rare that he draws the same unit twice. Um and so whatever unit that he draws, he'll spend a lot of time on, you know, like Google Maps just kind of researching that unit. He'll and then when he gets free time he'll go actually go to that unit and start mm counting it out, learning it.
0: Okay. Yeah. That's going to be such a learning curve.
1: Dude. It's so much like just thinking about the time that you have to spend. Right. Researching units and that sort of thing. It's a, it's an investment. Yeah. For sure. Not only like financial, but time investment. Time investment. Yeah. Right. Even what's crazy is I'm surprised the Mm Oryx tag that you mentioned earlier is. (laughs) (laughs) Kate So loud. (laughs) It, I'm surprised the oryx tag that you mentioned earlier was as cheap as it was because even like for non-residents because when Ryan and I were looking into uh putting in for elk tags I want to say whatever we were looking into was about 1600 bucks as well. Yeah. For a non-resident. So that's pretty crazy to think about which is it's Well, how
0: much did you say the resident was?
1: Uh for which? The either one oryx or elk, do you Yeah. Know? off the top of your head uh
2: orcs licensed resident is 160 for okay and for a um, an elk tag if it's antlerless is 60 and then mature bull or either sex is 90.
3: yeah
1: that's crazy yeah <laughs> because i'm pretty sure the elk tag even non-resident which maybe we were putting in for some kind of like either sex or something like that but it was about 1600 bucks and you had to put it up front yeah. Like before the yeah, draw.
2: That's, and, that, and that's how. So you buy the tag when you put in. Yeah. And then if you're not successful, they refund that money. Right.
1: Yeah. That was kind of the issue Ryan and I found with the early on. It was like mm-hmm. we were looking into it. We were strongly considered. Like we were ready to put in for it. We it was like. You know, if we find out we get drawn, then it's crunch time. We got to prepare for it, but right. we we're like ready to put in for it. But then we were thinking about like, man, I got to put up sixteen, seventeen hundred bucks yeah. right now, and then yeah, I might get refund, but that's still sixteen, seventeen hundred bucks nah, I got to yeah. put up upfront. Exactly. Like, that's right. Like, it's it's an investment for sure. Right.
0: Yeah, that's that's crazy though. I think and one, once, once I think we all get like financially ready to do it, it won't be that big of a deal. That's something obviously where we're all working towards to do. Yeah, um,
2: right. And like right now, uh, what I'm what I'm looking at as far as for the the non-resident tags for just a regular, just standard elk, they don't do an antlerless only tag. They do mature bull and either sex tags. Yeah. Uh, and for just the standard, that's like five five forty eight and then for the the quality or high demand hunts is uh 773 so they've come down unless you guys whenever y'all did you are looking at that plus like some other stuff like
1: antelope Meaning and that's and, what we were doing that makes more sense i think we were then, looking then at you like pay multiple all of
2: them up front
1: yeah that makes more sense okay i think that's because it's like if you're gonna put in you might as well put Dude, in yeah like everything that's right. available in that site so typically whenever
2: so, i would put in i would put in for elk antelope deer and barber sheep
1: that's probably like exactly what we did and i think it came out to like 16 17 okay like that.
0: well that makes more sense though it does yeah so that that could if you had the means to do it that would be more worth it
1: yeah in and ultimately opinion. you get refunded for whatever you don't get drawn for so it's not right a right deal. you still play that game of even if you get drawn you may go eat tag soup and not Kill anything, but <laughs> but I gotta take a leak. So I am paused. Oh, now we're recording.
3: <laughs> okay,
1: so before we get into this, we're gonna dip into this a little bit. So, this is something I want to know. Now that we've been talking about New Mexico and we have a plug, whether it's him or his brother? That's gonna actually. I'm <laughs> um, his brother. Yeah, we're gonna count on his brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, you, your odds are better there. <laughs> but I know, seriously, like if we start getting involved in this white tail, or not white tail, if we get involved in these out of state hunts when it comes to elk or mule deer, and whether it's New Mexico or another state, are you in, Paul? Oh yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, shoot just outside of big,
2: big game. Uh, I was telling Cade, what I think would be a lot of fun is to go out there on a quail hunt.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah. I did tell him about that. Yeah.
1: We needed to talk about this. So while we're on the new now, yeah, now we're
0: planning, we're planning right uh, now.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, I
2: working at the power company out there, I spent the majority of my time, you know, staking out power lines in the oil field. So I learned those areas really well. Yeah. Um, uh, to the point where when we'd have guys come up come in from out of state i'd be guiding them over the phone while i was at work really yeah
1: what time of year do you normally do that like or what's the prime time
2: uh it's it's typically in the winter so november december
1: really okay
2: yep uh which i mean winters in new mexico typically pretty mild
1: yeah Because Kate and I were talking, we were trying to work something out where, like, so I go to the Panhandle every year. Well, I say every year. The last two years we've done it for this antelope hunt, and we're in the far southwest corner of... (laughs) We're in the far southwest corner of the Panhandle, so we're literally at that, like, corner of Oklahoma where you can see New Mexico here, Texas here, and then Oklahoma Panhandle. So we were trying to work out if there's anything, any kind of hunting trips we could make in New Mexico during the time we do this antelope hunt, but that's, like, October 1st, like, Two, yeah. first two mm-hmm. weeks of october so i don't know if there'd be anything just because we're yeah. already we already made the trip over there to the panhandle so it's like we're right there at new mexico so we just keep going mm-hmm. and make some other kind of hunt but
2: right i don't know if that'd and be possible that time, yeah that time of the year outside of you know like the early season uh larger game hunts there's not a whole lot besides like you know dove season um you got any crazy
1: and, dove hunting spots in new mexico honestly that'd
2: be any, fun, far, any fun. farm fields, you just sit on a bucket and shoot them as they fly over
1: you know anybody that you still got like some kind of relationship with we can make a trip over I'm, there
2: i mean crap my my dad owns the Kubota dealership yeah. over there so oh shit yeah. yeah we know we know plenty of farmers
1: we need to organize that that'd be cool I'd, I'd dip my way into new mexico a little bit just to go on a dove hunt honestly that'd be fun as shit be fun yeah if we can whack some dove it'd yeah be cool. that'd be fun <laughs> Oh, in which you, you, know, you see me. and the, the
2: area that the, <laughs> the area that I'm from is the uh, the southeast corner. So, uh, so like Ra- yeah. Roswell is the most well known city in that area.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if we could make it work. We brainstorming. Yeah, that would be nice if we could do it while we're already over there in the Panhandle. But I also can you quit turning the <laughs> iPad? Can you just leave it straight? You're distracting me because you're constantly messing okay. with it. Okay. Could you see better
0: that way or sideways? Sideways. Okay. <laughs> we
1: that. Don't act like he wants to see any of our ugly faces anyways. <laughs> All right,
0: y'all keep talking. I got to
1: straighten that. Um, no, so it, obviously it'd be ideal while we're already that far over into the panhandle of Oklahoma. Um It'd be cool to make that worthwhile, but realistically, like, even if we were able to get drawn in for some kind of elk hunt and then squeeze in, like, a quail hunt while we're over there or something, that would be sweet. Yeah, that would. Yeah,
2: which, I mean, if you if you go up there on an elk hunt, you're going to be up in the mountains for, you know, five days. True. So.
1: Probably won't the, have the time or the energy. Yeah, to.
0: definitely not the
2: energy. and the quail's going to be... I mean, there, there's some in the mountains, but if if you're wanting to get into like a good quail shoot, you're going to be down in the flats, out in the out in the sand. Right.
1: Yeah. Well, we need to start thinking about this seriously, and I, I'm talking literally like next year. I want yeah. to start exploring some out of state. Because we
0: we're we're always open to new guys trips, uh, because. Yeah. I mean last one was fun as shit. Yeah. It was, a, it was a major step up. Uh he wouldn't know. And uh,
1: <laughs> Oh yeah, he was supposed to go on that and he didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Oh Paul the Flake. Yep. Yep.
0: I must yeah, that's Pudding Pop's gonna exit pretty soon. <laughs> uh but we're eventually wanting to start upgrading the the you know, the guys trip from fishing trips to the hunting trips and stuff like that so that'd be yeah. that'd be a cool first initial like hunting trip for forget for the guy's trip
2: yeah oh yeah i mean when uh we'd have the the texas guys come out and go quail hunting out there what one, one of the guys in our group he'd keep a uh like a burner with a lock and so he'd sit out there making you know cutting up the The quail that we made, and he'd make quail fajitas, or you know, yeah. So if you you know
0: any like Mexicans that'll come up with us, that'll be (laughs) awesome.
2: I mean, yeah,
1: (laughs) (laughs) that that would be pretty sweet. Yeah.
2: Yeah, nice thing. Whenever you have any of those guys with you, you eat like a king the whole time.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah,
2: yeah. You just gotta be careful because they all drink like a fish.
1: No, they'd, they'd put us to shame. Yeah, know they, they, they would. They would. They <laughs> would. My high school job, I used to work with a bunch of oh, guys. That, like, <laughs> they were just drinking Modelo the entire I, day. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. We were working. Well, uh, you know,
2: we went we went to Dalhart on a pheasant hunt, and the guy that carries the walk in his truck, when we go quail hunt, that guy can put him away. Which, he's, <laughs> he's a big guy. I mean, you know, 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, yeah. And so, uh, he's, but he he's a he's a seasoned vet when it comes to drinking beer. <laughs> my brother-in-law made the mistake the uh, the last night that we were there, thinking he could go beer for beer with Tommy. <laughs> and uh, he'd come back into the uh, into the hotel room at like one in the morning, drunk as a skunk. And he paid the price the next day. Every time every time oh, somebody would shoot, he'd flinch or puke. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> and tommy that next morning tommy got up and he he walked out like nothing was you know yeah
3: nothing <laughs> wrong. oh my gosh
0: speaking of beer for beer though like this guy right here is like the only guy either one of us i think can like go beer for beer and number to number with <laughs> yeah as, as i'm looking at the table right now we have the same amount of empties with the same type of beer right now too
1: i've had a couple of those Duck hunts, especially, you're like excited the night before, Mm -hmm, especially when I was hunting out mm -hmm. west while I was in college. I remember waking up at like three o'clock in the morning, (laughs) one morning after a night of partying, drinking moonshine, and I don't know how much beer. (laughs) I remember getting up with Clay at the time. Yeah. And we were. it was my turn to take my truck that day. Yeah. We would trade off taking trucks, and we had my truck loaded up. And I got up that morning and I was I just handed the keys to Clay and I was like, I'm not in any drive. <laughs> you gotta drive. And I remember going out and setting out layout blinds and I was like, Oh boys, I'm so dizzy.
3: <laughs> like, this is
1: not gonna go well.
2: Outside of that, have you ever have you ever taken like a like a new hunter on a trip before? That guy. <laughs> well, so me and Jason, we used to go coyote hunt all the time together. Mm-hmm. And then we got a new guy working at the power company that he wanted to go. And I mean he wanted to go bad. So we told him was like, All right, we're going this weekend. And we decided we'd mess with him a little bit. We said, the rule is the new guy's gotta make burritos. <laughs> so we go to we go to pick him up and sure enough, I mean he'd made like a dozen burritos. And, but Rob didn't have a gun. He uh, he bought his license, but he he didn't have a didn't have a rifle to hunt.
3: Yeah.
2: And so, I loaned him a uh, a mini fourteen, and I just put the five round magazine in it.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, we we go out there. Jason, me and Jason hunt really well together. For him being a super tall guy, we have we actually have the same stride when we walk. Mm-hmm. And so most time. Like out there, coyote hunting, it's uh, it's a lot of oak scenery, so it's about knee high, just kind of scrub oak.
1: Yeah.
2: And but we'll we'll just fall in single file with each other and and kind of sneak through there real quiet. So we get out, and we're we're working our way into a spot, and you just hear just <laughs> and look over, and Rob's just chomping through all that stuff. Oh my god! And you look at him like, dude, knock it off! And oh
1: yeah yeah i've been
2: there we, we, we get set up well you know when when you you start calling and you, you scan you just you look real slow
3: mm-hmm.
2: and rob's sitting there like doing everything short of jumping up and down trying to look over <laughs> the next <neck. laughs> <laughs> it was it was the worst day i mean we had we had one dog come in the whole time and Rob emptied all five rounds and that dog was probably a half mile out. Oh my god. <laughs> and yeah, we we cut we cut that trip short. We went ahead and just went home like at like nine in the morning. We went home. We were done. That was exhausting.
1: You know, listening to that though. I've miss I've had a lot of missed opportunities taking new guys hunting, making them like bring breakfast for us all. <laughs> Stuff like that. I should yeah. have made that a priority. <laughs> Even hunt out west like we did and stuff like that, taking new people, been a good idea. Noted. <laughs> yeah, future reference. I'm gonna have to keep that. Yeah, in mind. yeah. And yeah, that that was
2: a uh, that was a rule that
1: we just made on the spot. I, I'm impressed. That's a good idea. We're gonna have to do that. But no. So, aside from New Mexico, while we're on the top of out of state hunts. And I think we'll stick to the aspect of, like, mule deer, elk, that sort of thing. Because we can talk about whitetail all day long, at least from what we do. And I have a lot of states that I want to visit for whitetail hunting. But another good state that I think is a draw, but it's, like, easy, I think Montana and Wyoming are both kind of similar for mule deer. Really? It's, like, a draw-in hunt, but it's, a like, your odds are pretty good hmm that's like ultimate goal that's really it's a far trip but that's like kind of where i want to start like i want to go on a yep. rifle hunt in montana or wyoming if wyoming go straight to montana <laughs> why do you say that
0: <laughs> honestly just for the the it's just you can't explain how gorgeous it is
1: that's that's, yeah. that's
2: the main thing yes. well, you go to montana and you don't want to go anywhere else yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's, it's, you can't explain it. And right. I, 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 he went to Montana f- like, what, a couple years ago before I did?
2: Uh, yeah. Well, it would have been uh, January of last year.
0: Okay. Well, you know, he used to tell me the same thing. Like, you just, he, you kind of get fumbled on his words. Like, you just, you just got to go. Like, you just don't know until yeah. you go. I didn't know what he meant until I went there. Really? And then, especially not only just driving through the main interstates and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Going up to, to Glacier National Park with my brother, dude. Like that's even, yeah. Like you don't you don't know gorgeous until you go up there.
3: Yeah, I
1: remember seeing your pictures from your trip. Just go and going and yeah. visiting your brother, and that's yeah. Yeah, yeah, that would
0: be. If you ever question God's a creator, go to Montana.
1: Yeah. No. Oh yeah, you know, no. like
2: what they call uh, Big Sky State, and they mm-hmm. are not wrong. It's, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you feel like you can reach up and touch it. It's yeah, It's yeah. It's, it's, it's unreal.
1: No, that would be that would be cool the so i've done a little bit of research on it and like montana's general like mule deer tag Mm -hmm. i think is like from what i read it's like almost guaranteed like it's it's really good odds even for non-residents from what i understand like really that was obviously that was a little amount of research it would take a lot more but Mm -hmm. the problem with that trip is it's a, a big investment getting up there because you can't exactly just fly because you if you're gonna go kill a deer exactly. you gotta bring it home right yeah and then I think that the non-resident tag for a mule deer up there is like 700 bucks to get mm. everything said and done so it's 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 pricey but I mean it would be potentially like right. a lifetime like that would be really really cool yeah that would like I wouldn't expect that to be that cheap well that's honestly i think on the higher end of like at least mule deer tags because
0: you're honestly yeah. going to spend yeah. more getting up there oh and yeah getting definitely. back
1: yeah it's something like you need a group of guys that are all going out there on a hunt mm-hmm. you load up in one like full-size capable truck that can everybody can fit in and you right. just like split costs, travel costs and that sort of thing
2: but kate i think your truck's out yeah, Kate's just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Yes. my truck's kind of out too because the last time I took it to the panhandle when I got back I had to rebuild the front end so <laughs> yeah
0: so we're renting a u-haul we
1: need new trucks before we go to <laughs> yeah, the say don't, don't <laughs> look
2: at me I, I sold mine when I became a trucker yeah
0: here we'll just meet you up there and use the company's
1: dime to get our fuel up there
2: yeah, yeah. we'll just uh we'll, we'll load it we'll, we'll load them all on a flatbed <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: That would be, like, too perfect if we were able to work that if out. If there's any
0: company that we could do it for, it's this <laughs> one.
2: Right? Plus, yeah. then you got somewhere to
1: stay, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that would be sweet. But I think it's, like, eastern Montana is, like, the area where you can access quite a bit of pl- public land.
0: Yeah, so kind of like the plains of Montana there. Really? Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, I don't know much about yeah. the state. That's just a little bit of research I've done. But Montana and Wyoming, I think you've got pretty good odds of drawing an out of state, mule deer mm-hmm. tag,
3: I,
2: but which if you're hunting the plains, because that would be kind of like in New Mexico, you're you're hunting flatlands. So, and I don't know, you know how far you y'all typically zero your rifles for for deer season in Oklahoma. Uh, you know, mo, most everybody where where I grew up, when I imagine it's the same for Montana. You, you're typically zero for two hundred.
3: Yeah.
1: Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, like, my brother-in-law, he's, he's got a rifle. He, he, he zeroes his at, at three hunters. Yep. uh, the, you, uh on, the, on those planes hunts, you kind of got to get used to them a little bit further shot.
1: Yeah, you've got you've to get comfortable with those longer-range yeah. shots. Like, and even Ryan and I have talked about this because that's all we do is talk about guns and, like, which one we're going to buy next. But uh, so we put in for the oklahoma elk tag every year and it's one of those things where we know if you get drawn for that you're buying a new rifle for it yeah because neither of us have that rifle yet
0: exactly So like
1: the the rifle that i'm buying right now for just some casual white tail hunting oklahoma yeah i can shoot three to five hundred yards with it but it's not the ideal rifle that i would want to take on a trip like that like it's, it's one of those situations where I know whenever I get drawn for one of those tags, I'm spending some money. I'm buying a solid rifle that I'm comfortable right. shooting 300 plus yards with. Yeah. Because it's, yeah, in Oklahoma whitetail hunting, you you zero in your rifle for 100 yards. That's really all you got to do. Yeah. You, you practice shooting out to 200 plus. You mm-hmm. understand the drop of your rifle, and that's all you need. That's yeah. really about well, as far as you're going to get.
2: And with where, you know, like I said, where I was. I grew up you know he's zero for for 200 mm-hmm. and i always you know you hear stories about guys hunting deer with a shotgun
3: <laughs> yeah yeah
2: it, it blew my mind with where i grew up
3: because exactly I yeah
2: shotgun that far <laughs> well then i moved to i moved to alabama and how thick the, the yep. brush is over there i'm like yep. okay this makes sense yep. so, oh, yeah so
0: <laughs> pretty sure we knew several guys that hunted with shotguns oh, yeah. yeah i mean it's it's pretty common around here and i'm sure even texas honestly uh yeah, I mean at least parts guess, of Texas.
1: Yeah, you get down to brush country or something yeah. like that or
0: yeah. East Texas. Yeah, East Texas is definitely
1: in I think there's like designated um, like controlled hunts in There'd Oklahoma have to be, yeah. that are literally like shotgun only. Like yeah. A slug gun. Yeah. Like that's all that's all you can use. I know there's other states that are like that too where it's honestly I
0: don't it's, trust it's, myself with that. I don't know. I mean I haven't
1: I guess I don't know. It's just, Really, with a slug gun, shooting a slug through a shotgun, hundred yards and in, you're good. Yeah. I mean, you. Yeah. Whatever you hit, it's gonna that's die true. too. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's true. just a hunk of lead. To shoot that's, through true. There. that's true. That's <laughs> true. But I wouldn't push it past hundred yards. Which and even then, you got to set up your gun accordingly. Like our waterfowl shotguns that we use, I wouldn't shoot a deer at 100 exactly. yards with a hundred yards exactly from that. Yeah. But you you put a scope on it and. Like as actually it does end a slug gun, yeah. yeah. Hundred yards in, you're yeah. good. You'll drop them too. Yeah,
0: yeah. But yeah, this Montana would definitely be is is definitely on the one of the top of my list. Yeah. Oh yeah. Of well, I mean, if, if you're going if you're going bigger game, bigger than whitetail, well, or White whitetail out of that, Montana and Wyoming is definitely on the top two of mine. Yeah. And then we'll drop in Colorado at the third for mine.
1: Colorado's a, a big mule deer hunting state. Yeah. Um it's draw in for non residents. It's not nearly as like easy to draw in, I think. Mm-hmm. Um but it's it's one of the top states for right. mule deer hunting. So like,
0: my now. brother's got one of his good friends. He draws in like every year to Colorado. Really? Every year. Yeah. And he's got it to the point now, um, where I feel like I mean, I don't know, but I feel like he he. He packs in a bull elk every year.
1: Really? Yeah. I think, I think Colorado's odds are like better than a lot of states, and it probably depends mm-hmm. on whether you're archery hunting or rifle hunting too. Yeah. I'm sure your odds are better probably for archery hunting because I feel like there's a lot less people doing that. Right. Because it's so much more difficult. Mm-hmm. But I don't think Colorado's super hard to get drawn for. And then another one, which I don't know, maybe you guys have been in there. Idaho, I think you can buy over-the-counter mule deer tags. Really, uh, I think so. Yeah. Okay,
0: I, so Idaho, I, Idaho was kind of forgotten hunting country for in my mind, but that would be a, a good state to do it. I think for mule deer. Really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything out there? I, mean, I think would be.
2: When I drove, when I drove through there, it was the the skinny part of it between Montana and uh, Washington State. Yeah. So, so
0: I I drop I dropped it from montana and i drove through idaho to utah and it's 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 as gorgeous as what you think it is at that part of the country whenever you're getting through there and it's it's that rolling hills uh with mountains in the background you know it's it's yeah you know it's set up and what you imagine what would be perfect hunting country for that yeah um yeah anything out there, even utah i think would be fun to figure out what you could hunt out there and uh right like I said, once I became working for this co- this company, and I'm actually staying out and going west, I've fallen in love with the west, and my is there for mm-hmm. what I can hunt.
2: I don't ever get to go west since I came on here. I'm I'm always northeast.
0: Bitch, you have control over that. I've told <laughs> I you now. So quit bitching about the northeast.
2: You're right. You're I. You're right. I'm sorry.
0: You see how I looked in the camera
2: that time. I, I apologize. <laughs> Don't Looking be, in my soul
0: on that one, I was. Don't even get me started.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Utah is not one of the states that I saw. Like, like I said, I did a little bit of research just so we could have some like topics for this mm. podcast. Utah is not one of the states that I saw as like common for non-residents.
0: No, and I would also say, out of all those states we mentioned, Utah, just on the what the landscape looks like, and don't get me wrong, I know nothing about western hunting or mule deer hunting, yeah. any of it. but just landscape wise i feel like utah would be the least on my target list really um i don't know how you feel paul on that you know more about western hunting you know, than I, any I, of I, us
2: but well and, and i never really considered utah for hunting Um for me i, I always figured I, I kind of enjoyed you know desert deer hunting yeah yeah so you know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind going to actually going to Arizona,
3: mm.
2: and going on a deer hunt out there.
0: Really? Yeah, okay. I haven't thought about that either. There,
1: I, I want to say Arizona might be an over the counter state too. It wouldn't and, surprise do me. You know that, Paul? Is, is Arizona over the counter for non- I am looking it up too? right now. <laughs> I I feel like I did a in whenever I was looking. I want to say Arizona might have been an over the counter state, but I'm not 100 percent sure.
2: Let's. I'm. I'm pulling it up right now just to see.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, they do have. All right. There's apply for a big game draw. Let's see what that shows. Because I don't know. You know, like there's, like New Mexico. There's a lot of over-the-counter tags too.
1: Oh, really? Even for, yeah. Not
2: not not everything is is a draw tag in New Mexico.
1: Even for non-residents, or is it? resident only or do you know
2: no there's 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 over the counter non-resident tags really
1: because i think i feel like that's the way to get into it early on if you're getting into out of state hunting as a non like for non-residents the best thing you can do is over the counter just to not only save a little bit of money you know like over the counter i feel like it's genuinely generally a little bit cheaper and then you just increase your odds a little bit i feel like even if you're not going after like a trophy big game animal. Starting out, you just want to get into like, I want to break the ice, kill a, a, a solid animal or something like that. I feel like over-the-counter is kind of what I'm searching for at this moment. Like, that's why I, I kind of want to get into. But, like I said, in states like Montana or Wyoming, obviously, i to want to put in still. Mm-hmm. I think your odds are pretty good. But,
2: yeah. <laughs> they have elk in in Arizona. How about that?
0: <laughs> i guess that. Well, there, there's mount i haven't been to arizona but there's mountains well arizona i mean I know
2: flagstaff is up in the mountains yeah
1: but really i can't even imagine hunting in arizona when i think of arizona i just think desert balls hot <laughs> like, yeah, just miserable that's yeah. all i think about when I think arizona. and it's
2: actually it's a as far as the desert states are concerned i like arizona better than new mexico really, really? on on the desert side of it yeah it's just it's it's a lot prettier of a of a state.
0: Yeah. Yeah, New Mexico's not that pretty.
2: <laughs> At all. I don't I don't live there anymore so you can say whatever
1: you want. <laughs> I did. I I've, I've only seen a tiny little portion of New Mexico. I can vividly remember whenever we get to that corner of the Oklahoma panhandle if you look towards New Mexico, off in the distance probably almost a mile cuz you can literally see mm-hmm. that far like no problem. There's a big plateau sitting out there that you can see like perfectly that's all I can remember yeah. from the New Mexico side of when we go out there but right that part of the country I feel like there's just nothing I think I think there's a decently large town what's the biggest town in northeast New Mexico I because I feel like
2: uh, northeast New Mexico yeah uh, well, I was going to say Albuquerque but that's kind of north central New Mexico yeah. um Jesus Christ, Curtis. You've done
1: it too, don't Once, you? It's <laughs> not that bad. Because there's a town... There, there, there's like really no in...
2: like big big towns out that way. Are there any uh,
1: big cities in New Mexico? In Albuquerque? Oh, is it even uh, that big,
2: Albuquerque and Las Cruces are the yeah. two, two largest.
1: How does Albuquerque compare to like Oklahoma City? Like
0: Not even a fraction. It, it's yeah, smaller yeah, than Tulsa. Yeah, exactly. Not, so just to, okay, him him and I were talking about this not long ago. so the population of Wyoming he's he's our Google master. okay, look that up right quick. <laughs> All right, stand by. <laughs> the whole state of Wyoming, okay, I want mm-hmm. you to It's like four hundred and eighty some thousand. I would just want to put that out there.
1: Oh, wow, yeah, that, the whole state. I think Oklahoma like three million mm-hmm. something like that.
0: So, am I right? Five
2: hundred seventy-eight thousand. Okay,
0: five hundred seventy-eight thousand. Okay, so now I want you to Google Tulsa, Oklahoma's population. (laughs) Just the city of Tulsa. Yeah, Tulsa's probably got four
2: hundred eleven thousand.
0: Yeah. So if you want to think about the metroplex of Tulsa, just not not Tulsa alone, just the metro around it. Right. The population is bigger than the whole state of Wyoming. Yeah. That's insane. And
2: Albuquerque's a little. A little larger than than I would have thought. It's five hundred and sixty. Oh wow, yeah, that okay.
0: is more than I thought. That
2: is bigger
1: than I thought too, yeah. That is um, a lot bigger than I thought.
2: And which I mean the town I grew up in, I think, was eleven, maybe twelve thousand. That's about what we're at. Yeah. But
0: so as far as um the difference is like for you you you're trying to gain go from, like try to find a over the tag obviously that would be the easiest thing to do to guarantee your spot and worth your money and and travel time um I don't remember was Wyoming one of them
1: no it's a drawing that's a drawing I, I think it's good odds mm-hmm. good odds my thoughts with over the counter is you can plan for it yeah like you know you can go there buy a tag and hunt so you can plan it accordingly like hey i want to go there through these dates and i know i can get a tag so i know i can hunt right the problem with drawing is draws are usually springtime. yeah you can still plan kind of yeah but
0: still last second when you think about the trip you're taking right um was Montana one of those? I stepped out of also, there for a second. Also, a draw in, but good odds. Good Wyoming
1: odds. and Montana are both pretty good odds. Now is
0: that I think. Now are some states like um, like your mule deer maybe over the counter, but your elk are draw in?
1: Probably. I don't. I don't know that specifically, but I would imagine a lot of them are probably like yeah. that. Um, I'm trying to look. Yeah. Most of the states I look, because I looked at, really like, I don't know why I have this fascination with mule deer.
0: Parker already started hunting them.
1: Kind of, sort of. Not really. We're not targeting them, but if we come across a mule deer in the panhandle, we would shoot it. Um, But I I just feel like I want to, I want to get after some mule deer, even though they're like just a bigger version of a whitetail, essentially, Yeah. that's kind of feel, that's, where I feel like I want to start with out of state as far as getting away from whitetail, I want to do a lot of out of state whitetail hunts as well, right? but i I just have this draw to to mule deer hunting, so i want to, I want to find those states where you got either a good draw opportunity or over the counter and plenty of public land access mm-hmm. to to increase your odds of actually being able to kill right them. so and I really I'm an archery hunter at heart. That's what I like to do. I like to shoot whitetail with a bow, but I want to start with a rifle hunt too just yeah. to break that ice, you know. Yeah.
2: I'm 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 reading here so I'm getting a little more excited about Arizona. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Cade, what did I tell you is my all-time bucket list thing to hunt?
1: Bad friend, you don't remember? I really don't remember.
0: <laughs> Be a buffalo. Oh, I, we literally
2: talked about this. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh
1: shit! I didn't even think. They that.
2: have a fall. Uh, you can. They've got buffalo in in Arizona.
1: Arizona has buffalo.
2: I never would have guessed that. Me neither.
1: I don't picture buffalo in like extremely hot climate. I mean, I guess they're in Oklahoma a little bit. Yeah.
0: I mean, they were native to
2: North America, so. Everywhere.
1: Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I
2: have no idea how much it costs because the deadline's already passed, and it doesn't tell you.
1: That's crazy, though. Yeah. I would have never expected that from Arizona. No. Not at all.
2: Permit. T- all right, hold on.
1: He's Googling <laughs> I'm, like, I'm going on a hunt this season. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm, I'm on a rabbit hole right now. <laughs>
0: we can tell because you've gotten closer to the to the camera.
2: <laughs> I'm reading. <laughs> oh God!
1: No, I remember when we drove through the Texas Panhandle mm-hmm. on our antelope trip. I remember coming across a giant like buffalo farm. Like, yeah, <laughs> there was. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy to think about. So I mean, obviously they live in warmer climates. They can because they they had a shit ton. Of so since
0: that. since the states are are selling those, as are they on state land? I guess. And not privately yeah, not, farmed, like, right, It would be, it would be right. public land.
1: Yeah, it would have to be, like, native or wild buffalo. Why didn't Oklahoma do that? I don't know. Oh, I mean, Oklahoma's, like, Indian territory, buffalo kind or of
0: So was right. Arizona and New Mexico.
1: I guess, yeah. I don't know. That's a good question.
2: I'm looking to see how much it is, though, for non-resident.
1: I mean, I'm not against the buffalo huh?
0: <laughs> no, buffalo meat's awesome.
1: That'd be pretty. Wait, have you had it? Yeah. When?
0: My grandma used to uh-huh. make up or get oh, buffalo, meat. buffalo meat. I have no idea. <laughs> but where was the other state you were looking at? That face does not look healthy.
2: It's a uh, it's $1,100 for a uh, in state. Oh. Uh, that's for a bull bull tag, or bull slash Annie, so I I would imagine that's either sex tag. Uh, Non-resident is uh, $5,400. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So,
0: what was the other state you're looking at? North Dakota?
2: Uh, South Dakota or Montana.
0: Okay, so what's the difference? in price there Uh, I'm on it (laughs) I have no idea you're you're our Google master right now I don't know about okay Uh. I couldn't imagine like (sighs) paying that much for that's insane to think about that though so, whenever he gets his headset on, re- restate how much that costs. Curtis had to take a little pee break
2: for, <laughs> Ari- for Arizona. For uh, for an Arizona non-resident bull bison tag, $5,400.
3: Jesus Christ. Okay, I South was not Dakota.
2: South Dakota for a trophy bison is $6,500. non trophy bison is 3200 Oh, I'm okay with a non-trophy.
3: Good
1: grief. Still, though. Yeah, boys, I don't think I'm ever going on a bison hunt. <laughs> yeah.
0: Or win the lottery. <laughs> yeah. If you ever do that, give me some me. That's all I got to no say. No
1: kidding. That's crazy.
0: All right. Yeah, those elk trips don't seem so bad now.
1: Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I'll fork up 1600 all day before I fork up that kind of money.
2: Oh, all right. So uh, Montana is the place to do it. I'm thinking. That <laughs> only like twenty three hundred? Right. For non-resident, a bison permit for Montana twelve hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, and you're in a prettier state.
1: Yeah, that's that's much more reasona- reasonable. Is it a draw or like an over the counter thing?
2: Um, I'm I'm looking.
1: I wonder. If- I think
2: it's a draw it has to be draw.
0: Can
1: you just find buffalo like...
0: It's like gotta be like certain mule units. Deer
1: or, mule deer or elk or... That's crazy.
0: Well, yeah. Because they're... Like Arkansas has got... Um, where they released wild buffalo back into Arkansas. Hmm. Just like they did elk around, you know, southeastern Oklahoma, eastern Oklahoma into Arkansas. Yeah. Uh, and I... Hmm. No, not in Oklahoma. I, you would think a place of any place would be Oklahoma, Kansas.
1: Well, but isn't our like state animal a buffalo? Yes, yeah, so Montana. It is a jaw
2: hunt. Oh, I don't. I don't know about Oklahoma.
1: Isn't Oklahoma state animal? Do You buffalo?
0: have a state animal because we have our state bird's a scissor tail. I don't. I remember. feel
1: like we have a state animal. I think it's a buffalo. Maybe that makes sense. My sticker. I, yeah, it does. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. Probably want to yeah. hunt them in Oklahoma you would have to be able to. I don't know. I never th- that's crazy though. You talk about like that's one of his dream hunts, but I've never even considered I'm, once yeah, hunting buffalo. Ever.
2: <laughs> that well, that's I mean that's just always been like a bucket list thing of mine. Be cool though. It yeah, would be cool, cool to see. It.
1: Not only like the amount of meat.
0: Okay, like, but let me ask you forward. this. Would you do rifle or archery?
1: Feel like a buffalo would be hard to kill with a bow. (laughs) Indians did it;
0: they eradicated them with true.
1: That's very true. I want, I want to shoot one with a Sharps rifle.
2: I want to shoot one with a buffalo rifle.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Okay,
2: that's fair enough. No, that'd be pretty cool. I'm I'm not gonna be like, I'm not gonna go all nuts with it and walk out there, you know, in buckskins. But (laughs) please do, please
3: do.
0: (laughs) No, little five foot three guy, his rifle's as tall as he is.
2: (laughs) Lord,
3: (laughs) make me sound like a hobbit. (laughs) Call him five-foot-three on a (laughs) podcast.
1: No, that's crazy, though. Yeah, I've actually never thought about hunting Mm -hmm. buffalo, but it would be pretty cool. That would be. Definitely not against it if we ever get the opportunity. (laughs) Nice thing (laughs) is,
3: I feel like you wouldn't have to
2: go hike through the mountains, do you know?
0: (laughs) Right.
3: Yeah.
2: (laughs) But, like, you know, like, one big game animal that i just for i have no idea why but i have no desire to hunt is a moose really yeah but i just i have no desire for it and i have i don't i couldn't tell you why
0: i mean they're all, they are mean but that's like after i mastered elk and all my other big game fascinations Moose is up there for me.
1: Yeah, moose is up there for me on my bucket list, mainly because I've watched videos of like moose hunting in Alaska. Yeah, and then you see pictures of guys sitting next to a moose they've killed, and it's just like yeah, you can't even reach your arms out and cover the the horn on that thing. Like yeah, yeah. Moose is up there. It's not something I I feel like is feasible anytime soon, but it would be up there for me for sure.
0: What's What's up there for me is Actually, a bear hunt. Yeah. Uh, which I don't know. Can you? I'm sure you can. Can you hunt grizzly? I'm sure you can. You'd have to. I'm be able sure
1: to. you can. I'm sure you can. I don't know if grizzly's the one I want to target. I don't. No,
0: feel, I do I black like, bear first. I don't
1: feel like dying.
0: Grizzly would be my second. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it was uh,
2: the uh, the guy that did our taxidermy back back in New Mexico? It's him and his brother that they do that as like a side business, and it pays for you know. Once a year, they'd take a trip somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, I've told Cade this, but you know they started out going on hunting trips, and I mean they they've hunted most of North America. They they went to Canada on a moose hunt. They went to Alaska on a caribou hunt. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Oh yeah. Uh, oh. They they've been to Africa on a safari, mm-hmm. and that was that was the last hunt that they did was African safari. Um, I think that kind of ruined them. like i I don't remember exactly what all the story was but it's just it wasn't a great experience Mm -hmm. and so after that they switched to doing fishing trips they've uh gone down to the amazon fish for peacock bass
0: really cool that would be cool
2: the last few years they go there's like a little island off of the uh pacific side of south america that they fly into Hmm. and like everything you catch there is what they serve at the restaurant for that resort oh yeah so this is what we aspire yeah. our guys trips to get <laughs> right but the uh the caribou hunt that was one that surprised me that they didn't have as much fun like i always thought hunting a caribou would be pretty cool
1: yeah, yeah.
2: they said it's really not like when they went up there those things they move in just huge herds oh uh-huh. yeah he said, You pick one out and you shoot it. And if you miss, well, you hit the one next to it. So,
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I never really thought about it, but that kind of makes sense. You really, like when you see one, you're going to see a bunch. Yeah.
0: I never thought about it. And I completely forgot about caribou.
1: I kind of did too. It's not one of those like top priority, but I wouldn't be against a caribou. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool.
0: Yeah. And like we said We'll get into this on a different episode. I was not educated on this episode yet. Apparently, because I just studied for Whitetail. But (laughs) uh, what what my one of my goals is eventually, whenever we can start doing more out of state hunts, is I want to get a trophy buck out of every state, and with the mount, I want to have like the state flag moved into that mount
1: that would be one hell of a commitment
0: that would be one hell of a commitment and i need one hell of a room
2: you're gonna need a big ass man cave yeah, <laughs> yeah. or so, shop
0: yeah or shop <laughs> but yeah we'll get to that part on a different episode yeah <laughs> but uh yeah bear hunt for me is one of my bucket lists out of state hunts
1: yeah i think i feel like bear hunts aren't that difficult to get like to be a part of obviously yeah. you have to have like the money to go do it and stuff like that but i think there's a lot of places that you can just go buy a tag for bear hunting and stuff mm-hmm. like
0: that i mean we got bear hunting in oklahoma but i feel like it's for us anywhere where we live in the state it's not i mean they are around us but not like they are in southeastern oklahoma or farther eastern oklahoma yeah. than what you got yeah you know so
2: i kind of feel like the big draw of a bear hunt would just you know get a bear skin rug out of it i don't know if they take
0: it or not
2: i I don't know how it'd be i have no idea i kind of feel feel like once you like if you hang it and skin it it'd be kind of weird like once it's skinned, would it look like a short fat man hanging from a tree
1: (laughs) probably so actually yeah i never thought about that (laughs) yeah bear's one of those things you got to be really careful about eating actually i think really can carry like some kind of certain disease like when you when you eat bear you have to like well done and beyond like well and i know i know grizzly things.
2: bears are bad about about worms
1: yeah 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 i think i don't think bears on like the top of the list as far as like eating goes yeah I mean, I've, I've never think. heard of anyone saying but, that, that yeah but you can eat them, but I'm pretty sure bear is one of those things. Like it's it's well done. Like yeah, yeah it's not have a, to be. kind of delicacy or anything like that. Yeah. So let's just get a rug, I guess. Yeah that, that would was really that's be honestly the ultimate goal of it. <laughs> yeah,
0: I just want to go on one bear hunt to be successful. <laughs> yeah. But as crazy as I do want to, I I I want that grizzly
1: rug. Yeah, grizzly's a whole nother story. Black yeah. bear is pretty understandable. Grizzly's a whole other world.
0: Black worry. black bear ain't nothing around here anyway.
1: No.
2: What about what about like a uh, like a cat like a, mm, a I
0: bobcat
2: never
1: of I mean, well, that's like in our area, like it's like trapping bobcats. Not crazy around. No, us. I don't know about where Paul's from, but bobcats, yeah, bobcats, well, bobcats are, are normally are, around us. Yeah. You see them pretty often. Yeah, they're everywhere. Um, New Mexico, uh, the area
2: that I was. I lived in there was uh, big cats you know we had, we had some mountain lions yeah pretty rare that you run into them yeah um we have a bobcat that that lives on the like the south end of our our dearly or we did i don't know if he's still there or not uh but the rule was you don't mess with the bobcat on the lease He kind of helped us keep the the turkey population down
1: really huh
2: yeah it was cool like you know, I got to watch him take a turkey down under the feeder one, one morning. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> Wait, so but, you guys not want turkeys on your lease? Not so well,
2: it's not so much that we don't want. We, we like having them there because it's, you know, it's something else to hunt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, and I think I told Cade this, it's just there's there's so many of them, they kind of take the fun out of it. You don't realize how stupid of a bird they are.
1: Really?
0: Which you never would guess oh, out of New Mexico either. D-
1: there's some guys in Oklahoma well, so that in would Texas. be so offended by you calling a turkey a stupid bird. Yeah. Those guys that are diehard turkey hunters. But, and, you know, like,
2: Which out of also, our place. Also, kinda, also. Kind of took the fun out of it, so we got to where we try to get creative with it, mm-hmm. and we try to shoot them in the head with a 22 <laughs>
3: yeah
2: well no, i is, get that from 100 yards out is next to impossible because their heads never quit moving <laughs> right so most of the time you would you would miss and you'd hit the one behind him in the wing well a 22 <laughs> not gonna go through the wing of them so they just they pick their wing up looking at it like they got stung by something oh my god
0: yeah. <laughs> i will say though would you think there would be a difference in the turkeys here versus in the desert type area on, well, smart, I mean, my, on, 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 like, if they were smarter here versus there, which well, would be I their environment.
2: Our, our turkeys are. I'm talking about our lease in Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, and and they do have turkeys like up in the mountains in New Mexico. A lot of guys will go hunt them. They treat them like they're some majestic animal. Yeah. I just, yeah. I got ruined with the the dumbass birds on our place. <laughs> so. <laughs> Like I said, they and they hang out like a gang because they know what time the feeder is going to go off, so they all just sit around yeah. waiting on it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, a deer shows up or a hog shows up, they try to chase it off.
1: Right. Oh. Yeah, there's some yeah, they, guys around they, here that treat turkeys like a prize possession. I mean, that is their I've I've heard
0: I've heard both ways on it. So I've yeah. heard that turkey hunting is like one of the hardest things you can do yeah. around us. But I've also heard guys like him say
2: shit like that. Yeah,
1: like, it's, it's so easy. It's, like, it's, it's stupid as shit, yeah. Well, and,
2: and I'm sure, you know, if you are one of the, you know, you go out and you try calling a turkey in, probably it's pretty hard. Yeah, yeah. I just, from my experience, the easiest way to call a turkey in is corn hitting the legs of a feeder. Right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I see both perspectives, I guess.
1: Yeah. I mean, the property that I hunt here in Oklahoma, we've got several turkeys on Mm -hmm. it and they come to the feeder and stuff like that and I've actually witnessed in person I remember walking up I think we're I don't remember if we were checking cameras or what but I remember walking up to an area we had some corn feed out back when we used to hunt across the creek on my property and I remember watching like we we creeped up and we, we saw some turkeys out there in front of the camera. And all of a sudden, we saw a bobcat like sneaking up mm. and like watched him act as like chase the turkeys off. I don't remember, I don't remember him seeing him like actually kill a turkey or yeah. anything, but it was pretty cool to watch like a bobcat actually like stalk some turkeys and go yeah. after them. Yeah.
0: I haven't, hunting wise, haven't ever seen that, but I was out feeding hogs one day and uh, like that front barn, you know. That's where most of our pigs are at, and <clears throat> that creek's right there, mm-hmm. and I don't know what it was chasing, but it came out of the creek, it came running up to the barns, back around. I never saw what it was chasing. It was obviously, it was probably a rabbit, if yeah. we're being honest, it's like I never saw it, but I was so amazed on like, just how they move. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's 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 awesome to watch them move and go after stuff.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, bobcats are pretty interesting. Yeah. I never had the chance to actually shoot one. But I I wouldn't be against it. It'd be cool. That'd be to one kill sick a bobcat. Yeah, and make Full a whole body mount, solid mount yeah. Of it. yeah.
2: Yeah. There's uh, one of the guys from the power company. Like him and his his son would do like taxidermy competitions.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And they had one It was a bobcat, and they so they would like set up the whole scene and everything, mm-hmm. or like the background. Of it and so they had one that was like a bobcat, like drinking out of a stream. That's so cool. Oh, yeah.
3: yeah.
2: And it it was it was a really cool mount. I think that I, I don't know if they won, but they placed really high with that yeah. one.
1: No, that'd wow. be sweet to have like a really cool Bobcat. Yeah. I, I mean, really, we have a certain like fur bear season here in Oklahoma, mm-hmm. so you can only shoot them at a certain time. But honestly, if I had the opportunity, I would definitely shoot a Bobcat. If it that'd be across. sweet. Now, like I've never seen one and had the opportunity to shoot it during season, but we've seen a lot of them. On our
0: are they trappable though?
1: No. Yeah. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. 100%, yeah,
0: yeah they I know tra- they're trappable. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But no, that'd be pretty cool. And then as far as like big cats in Oklahoma, I do hear stories like very <laughs> few people actually have photos of them.
0: I will say I do know personally of someone that I've seen the picture of one here in Wagner County. Yeah. Um, and were you with us at, back in high school whenever we had the trailer over at Mason's? No. So you weren't with us there. No. Okay. That was 100% not a bobcat. And it was a hundred percent mountain lion cry <laughs> or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Cause we were just, Weal,
3: to... it is. Yeah. yeah. It was,
0: we were, we were in the barn doing something. I don't drink And, <laughs> uh, we heard it like 50 yards from behind us. Yeah. Back in the pasture. And so we all ran in the trailer, got all our, whatever guns we had, <laughs> not gonna kill this sucker, you know, <laughs> And we hopped all in the well, back it, of truck Matrix truck. And Mattrick was driving through the pasture, We're like, all right, don't drive underneath any trees. <laughs> like, keep us out in the open so we can see this. we had two big spotlights. Yeah. What did that motherfucker do? <laughs> drove,
1: under
0: drove under every <laughs> single tree he could. <laughs> like, yeah, maybe that cat's up in there, but if it's in there, we can't see it, but yeah. it can see
2: us. Yeah. You know? Well, and that, What's cool is just how elusive they are. Yes, it's they'll, they'll be there, and you how, never know it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you, you've seen you see pictures all the time where mm-hmm. somebody will shoot a deer, they find it after dark, and there's a cat right there in the background that they don't they oh, never that know was there until they looked at dude. the picture.
1: Yeah, that yeah. is scary to think about. <laughs> yeah. You, oh, jeez! Yeah, yeah. I hope we ev- don't ever come across that in like Oklahoma, where we get more and more like big cats. And mm-hmm. I really mean,
0: we definitely them. have them. I hundred percent believe we have them.
1: Oh, I one hundred percent believe they're in uh, the state, like a few of them. But
0: uh, well, a friend of our son, his his one of his coon dogs treed one. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They they got it on video, and that's four miles from here.
1: Really? Where we're sitting? Yeah. Yeah, it's scary to think
0: about.
1: Yeah. I don't ever want to come across them. Nope,
0: nope. <laughs> My hunting season might be over as soon as I see one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but is there any more out-of-states or out-of-state hunts you've looked into?
1: Not really. That's kind of the bulk of the out-of-states as far as. Big game go when it comes. to... I haven't done a ton of research in elk mm-hmm. just because I have this like fascination with mule deer for whatever reason. But yeah, mine went straight to whitetail,
0: <laughs> and then it was gonna be elk after that. But yeah,
1: I still have a lot of out of state whitetail hunts that I want to talk about. But yeah, we'll go over those on another date since we've already dragged this one on for so long. But yeah. that's really the bulk of them. Um, but I'm I'm serious about this. I want to start actively trying for this in yes. the next year. Or so, yeah. So,
0: we'll be in touch definitely with New Mexico. All
1: right, yeah. I also need Paul to like get in the whitetail game. I want to hear the stories, I want to know how it's going from him. I need you, I need you to get a part of it. Get on that family land in Alabama. All right. And... all right, I'm, I'm on it. I'm, I'm on it. <laughs> That's what I'm counting on.
0: You're pretty uh, charismatic. I've had a few beers, so I can't like pronounce it yet, but
2: words, words, am hard. Yeah. <laughs> I stroke out whenever I'm sober. It's fine. I, no. I, like to, I like to say I can, I can, good old boy, just about anybody.
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: I don't think you'll have any issues getting any hunting land over there. For as much land as yeah. you say you guys have over there, even I, Curtis and I are hunting, we were talking about on the last episode, probably about two and a half acres together. But we have 27 and a half.
1: Yeah, yeah. On that property.
2: So. Well, I mean, like that place in Texas, it's, what is a section 600 acres something yeah. like that
0: 640 i think six yeah six
2: plus and out of all that the total that we hunt is less than 100 acres
1: right yeah
2: yeah between the three different stands yeah, yeah. it's
1: hard to hunt all of that when you get that big of a property
2: yep yeah. right
1: but so, I, need, I need paul to get in the whitetail game get, i want to hear get stories. into
0: it we're challenging yeah. you right now
2: <laughs> What well, and you know if we could ever get it done i would like to buy some land that i can hunt yeah and and honestly i would like to buy land in miss in northern mississippi yeah big white tail population you're kind of it's like the very very edge of the smokies right there mm-hmm. like it's yeah. kind of where it peters out and just more of a rolling hill with tall trees
3: yeah mm-hmm.
2: and land is dirty cheap over there really Yeah,
0: i will say so whenever I was doing some research in this and this will be, uh, I want to find out kind of more if he does start hunting, um, there in Alabama, uh, from what I've read, Alabama's rut does not hit until about January. What? Yep. Alabama's rut does not hit till about January
1: how long does their season
0: last that's something i need to look into but it's past it's it's a lot farther than what we we can hunt really i don't know if it's it may not even start october 1st maybe later than that i don't know he may be able to to know that i'd have to look look it up yeah uh and then i was looking at some other states too um florida their rut is from july until like february What? Yep. Southern Florida, it really doesn't stop because they don't have winter. Yeah. Because they're, they're, uh, they, they kind of like evolve to know whenever their, their, uh, their, their kids can survive, you know? So. Oh, yeah. No, it's pretty interesting. I don't want to hunt Southern Florida. Yeah. You can, you can, (laughs) you can bow hunt Southern Florida in July. Nope. Nope.
1: Yeah, I don't really nope. know if I have any desire to do that. I would not want to do that, <laughs> but, but
0: you can. That's where
1: all the gators and big snakes are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell no. <laughs> I'm out.
0: Besides all that, just the humidity. Yeah. Me <laughs> yeah.
1: out, dude. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but,
0: well, we could carry this on for hours Come and hours.
1: and. Oh, yeah. No, I don't even want to think oh, about that. No.
0: <laughs> but, yeah. All three of us talking about all this, we could carry this on for multiple more hours than what we've carried on so far but paul we uh, appreciate you coming on um and discussing your expertise in new mexico at least i know you're useless
2: everywhere else but you know
0: it's whatever
3: <laughs>
2: That's, well I'm, I'm i'm useless at pretty much
1: everything everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh. but we're expecting some hunts in the near future we we'll want to all get yep. involved in that yeah i want to start being more serious about this yeah
0: we'll we'll definitely get it together and do some out of states hunts and obviously it seems like we might have some more expertise in new mexico and not going at it blindly as much so
2: yeah but and you for know sure. the uh you start putting in for the draw in new mexico right around the time all the tax returns are hitting so yeah they time no. that
0: ride
1: <laughs> oh yeah they time that ride no i definitely want to do it something we're gonna to have to look more into yeah. getting more serious about so yeah but
2: i'll i'll talk i'll talk to my brother and that way he can tell us you know what to attach to his tag so we know what we're gonna
1: hunt yeah that's <laughs> what we need that's exactly what we honestly need. yeah
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: But with that being said, I uh, hope you guys gain something from this, kind of learn from a newbie standpoint as far as out of state hunting goes, maybe explore some opportunities, maybe find mm-hmm. something you might be interested in doing yourself. And also, if you have any
0: insight on out of state hunting, um, send us that email.
1: Yeah, you clearly know we don't, you clearly can realize we don't know that much. So. We don't know fucking shit. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're always shit. welcome, <laughs> <laughs> we're welcoming the insight. So yeah. uh, let us know your thoughts and your uh, your knowledge. So yeah, you
0: know where to find us. Hit us on TikTok, Instagram. Make sure you like, follow, watch every single video that I post, please. <laughs> um, we need the views. We need the likes. Uh, make sure you follow and uh, subscribe to anything we've got, including. Make sure you leave us a, 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 little, a little stroked out. There you go, <laughs> Curtis. You got it. <laughs>
1: Make sure you're following on whatever platform you listen to. If you have the chance to like or leave a rating, please do so. We need them on both. Yep. And uh, as always, we appreciate you guys listening. We'll catch you on the next one. See you.